Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hi everyone, welcome to Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity's Midweek Ponder. This is episode number 19. I appreciate everybody listening today. I've got a couple of uh, Midweek Ponder episodes coming up here, and they're all kind of all together, so it's almost like a little series. Um, And what this is, is a gentleman, oh, a few weeks back, just out of the blue, sent me an email, and it was titled, Lessons I Have Learned Being a Serial Other Man. And so he um, had a lot of really good, interesting things to say, and I definitely wanted to share it with everybody. And so this is going to take um, several episodes to complete, Um, and I'm thinking more like three. So um, I just wanted to kind of give you guys a heads up. So looking at episodes 19, 20, and 21, we'll all be focused around Brian and his um, lessons that he has learned. So let's get to it. Hello, Rebecca. My name is Brian. I have been listening to your podcast daily for the last couple weeks, anytime I am commuting, at the gym, or anytime I am alone and can listen undisturbed. I appreciate that you are offering a venue where people can share their stories, get things off their chest, or commiserate with others in similar situations without the finger of society being pointed in their face while being scolded about all the bad things they are doing like a naughty little child. I think I have a somewhat interesting perspective to the issue of female infidelity that I would like to share and hope that you find it useful and a worthy contribution to your endeavor. You see, in my younger days, and even some potential situations currently, I was a serial other man. From my early 20s until I was 30, I had affairs with multiple married women lasting anywhere from one night to several years. It's not something I'm proud of, but neither it is anything I'm actually ashamed of either. It has been a factor in shaping me into who I am today and has given me a certain amount of wisdom and experience and influenced how I view the world and my views on sexuality and relationships. While I am not a kind of moral crusader or soapbox preacher on the evils of infidelity, I am involved in a couple online forums where I do try to help betrayed husbands see the light and get a better grasp of what and who their sweet, innocent, asexual wives, quote, 
no time for an affair, unquote, may be doing behind their backs. I help dispel some myths that they may have been brought up with and help point out what the signs and red flags they are seeing might mean, as well as tell them what signs to look for that they may not be aware of. I would like to share with you and your listeners some of the lessons I have learned along the way that you may or may not find useful. I would like to give a brief synopsis and breakdown of the encounters I have had with married women as a frame of reference. But first, I need to tell you a little of my background and a bit about myself, as I do believe it is relevant to one of the main points I'm going to make later. I grew up in a tiny Midwest farming town with a population of only a handful of 100 people. The nearest town of any mention was roughly 25 miles away, so for starters, I was not in a very target-rich area for girls to begin with. I was very skinny, nerdy, wore glasses, was not the school jock, although I did play some sports. I was not one of the cool kids, although I did have a good circle of friends who are good people. I was not popular with the girls, although I did have some female friends in school that I'm still friends with to this day, 40 years later. I didn't have a real date until the summer after my junior year and she became my first actual girlfriend and lover until she cheated on me and broke my heart and eventually dumped me a year later. I got a job in a nearby town after high school and was the youngest person at work while about all of my friends moved away to college. I took a number of technical courses and worked my way up in my field and got another job in a bit larger but still small Midwest town in my early 20s. I was still very skinny and nerdy and wore glasses and virtually had no sense of style in clothing. It was definitely not anyone that would be confused with any kind of ladies male or alpha male or big man on campus or anything. I did eventually start dating a gal I hit it off with and it was nice to be dating and somewhat sexually active again. My first encounter with a married woman occurred a few months later. A woman I will call C started doing some training as a student at my job. I was 22 at the time and she had turned 30. Yes, an older woman. She was slender and attractive and had an engaging personality and actually talked to me. I wasn't used to pretty women talking to me so that kind of made my chest puff out a bit. I was certified in the field she was trying to get into so she would ask me questions and I would show her around the work we did. I was working an evening shift and she came in out of the blue at a time she was not scheduled for her training. She was all dressed up and she had her hair down and a little too much makeup for a work environment if you know what I mean. She looked great. She says she was bored and had some time away from her husband and kid and wanted to get out of the house. She hung around work until my co-workers and I were getting off duty and we decided to go to a co-worker's house for some drinks and hang out. One thing led to another and at some point she pulled me into a bedroom and we started making out. I suggested we go back to my house for some privacy. She accepted. We were up the whole night together, sometimes getting it on, sometimes just talking, getting it on again, rinse and repeat. She told me she was very unhappy in her marriage and that her husband was abusive and just plain didn't like her. 
The next morning, I felt really awkward and uncomfortable and just didn't want to be involved in her drama. I told her we couldn't do this again. I later heard from the girlfriend of the coworker that she was hurt and upset that I didn't want to see her again. I didn't think our one-night stand would have any impact on her one way or the other, but supposedly it did. That was over 30 years ago. I haven't seen or heard from her since. Fast forward a few months and another woman I'll call Jay came into the picture. She started working at my work and though I didn't know her name initially, I would see her at work and thought she was a traffic stopper. Tall, slender, thick, wavy 80s style hair and legs that went from the ground all the way up to her ass. She was a sight. I don't remember talking to her much, but at some point, another gal at work came up to me and told me Jay was interested in me and wanted some of us to go out after work. Jay was in the process of a divorce and had two young kids. She was also a little older than me. I was kind of shy and standoffish, but Jay was quite bold and assertive, something I had not experienced before. Jay and I would get together once a week or so for a month or two until my then-girlfriend found out. My girlfriend put my feet to the fire and said I had to choose between her or Jay. I wanted nothing to do with Jay's kids or her drama, so I broke it off. Jay then started seeing another guy that she would eventually marry and is still with to this day. The story doesn't end there, though. A few months after our breakup, Jay showed back up at my house one day, then again. Then a number of months go by and she shows up again. Then a few months later, and so on and so on for years. Then something really strange happened years down the road. One day, Jay called me early in the morning. She said she had five minutes to spare after dropping off the kids at school and wanted to see me. I answered the door and she walked right past me on the way to my bedroom dropping her clothes on the way and reiterated that she truly only had a few minutes before her husband expected her home and that we needed to just get down to it and there wasn't time for foreplay, etc. She was already soaking wet and she grabbed my ass and came within two minutes and was telling me to come inside her and clenched my ass holding me inside her until I came. No protection, of course. Once I came, she got dressed, thanked me, and darted to her car. I don't think we accomplished that in five minutes, but it certainly was more than seven. Now this is where it gets bizarre. A few months go by and Jay shows up again. Only this time, she asks me to trace back to when we last got it on, and we traced it back to the five-minute episode. She then tells me she is a few months pregnant. I am shocked and horrified and do the usual how-do-you-know-it's-mine routine because she and her now husband had been living together for several years. At that point, she instantly shifted gears and said it wasn't mine. She just needed help tracing back her contacts because she said the last time he and her had gotten it on was roughly the same time that she and I did. Yeah, right. Anyway, he finally marries her after living together for several years and they go on to have a couple more kids. I've seen the daughter and she looks exactly like her husband and nothing like me. I have no question whatsoever that the kid is not mine, but I truly believe in my heart of hearts that if my reaction had been one of joy and that if I had dropped to one knee and proposed and offered to marry her and raise the child together, she would have done it. 
Truthfully, he is by far the better man and is now a doctor, and I'd be willing to bet he has never even looked at another woman. She would have been a dumbass psycho bitch to take me over him, but let's face it, she obviously has some issues. Oh, one more thing. So she was pregnant. They were planning a hasty wedding, etc. One night at work, we were all sitting around bullshitting and got to talking about some of our adventures over the years. And I mentioned that it was fun and we had some good times and that even though they are together and raising a family, etc., that someday before I die, I want to hook up again and experience it once again. Guess who shows up, pregnant belly and all at my house again? Yep, she swung by for old time's sakes, pregnant and maybe a few weeks before the wedding. Even though I said I wanted to hook up with her again, that's not what I meant, and I couldn't go through with that one. It was just too freaky. So moving on. While all that was going on with Jay, I started taking classes at a nearby community college and met T. T was very good looking and very outgoing and extroverted and simply radiated sexuality. Some of the guys in the class would even refer to her as sex woman in their locker room talk when she wasn't around. One day, T made some kind of a comment with an earshot about wishing she could control her sex drive. After class, as I was heading to my car, it turned out T and I were parked by each other, and I made some kind of sophomoric flirtation about if her sex drive kicked in too much over the weekend to look me up and I'd give her a hand, ha ha ha. She basically ignored me, got in her car, and drove away. However, on Monday morning after class, she pulled me aside and asked if I'd be interested in carpooling since we both drove to class. I said sure, and we began carpooling to class each day. Then one day, she asked if I wanted to get together to work on a project together in the evening. I said sure. After the project was complete, she just outright propositioned me and asked if I'd like to be her side fling. She started coming by my house a couple of times a week for hot, sweaty, breathless porn sex. She told me her husband had severe PE, premature ejaculation, and would rarely last more than a minute. In addition to being a two-stroker, he didn't believe in taking care of her in any other manner besides PIV, penis and vagina, and wasn't big on foreplay either. In short, she had never had an orgasm with him. He was quite a bit older and was the epitome of the stable, nice guy, good provider and good father that took care of their young child while she had her legs over my shoulders getting jackhammered. And jackhammering is what she wanted. She wanted it hard to the point of it almost being violent, and she would have one orgasm after the next until I simply could not catch my breath or move. It was nasty porn-style sex in every position in the book, cum shots everywhere, and entire afternoons of passion. He would go on week-long hunting and fishing trips, and she would arrange an overnight sitter, and we would get it on after class. Then she would come and spend the night where we would fuck until the wee hours, fall asleep, and then go again before class. This went on from one degree to another for about four years. At one point during that, I got sent away for several months with my National Guard unit. When I got back, she was pregnant. She swears it was her husband, but who knows. 
I never had any delusions that I would be her only lover. Anyway, pregnancy did not slow her down, and if anything, it made her even hornier. Our relationship would kind of wax and wane over time, but when she was pregnant, she was definitely stuck in the on mode. As her belly was growing, she would want me to pull out and come all over her pregnant belly and swollen boobs. Then when we were done, she wouldn't even clean up. She would put her clothes on over my cum. She said she liked how it felt as she went on about her day with the sticky, cum-crusty clothes. Not my particular kink, but who am I to judge? We saw each other on and off for several years until she finally divorced her husband. Or maybe she finally got caught and he booted her out. I don't know either way. She met another man and moved away with him. T and I are Facebook friends. She lives in another part of the country and is on at least husband number five that I know of. Maybe he is number six. Somewhere during all of that, I met P at work. P, also a couple years older. I was in my late 20s by this time and she was in her early 30s. P was very petite and pretty and by all appearances was a sweet church girl with a 10-year-old daughter. We met at work, and we would say hi and maybe make some normal small talk, nothing sexual or flirtatious. One night, a bunch of us went out for drinks uh, for a St. Patrick's Day party after work. P was there, and we talked a bit and maybe had some normal St. Patty's happy hour flirtation, but nothing out of the ordinary. Shortly after that, I was moving to a different apartment in town and mentioned that to P. She asked if she could help and I could probably use a woman's touch arranging furniture and such. She came over and we arranged furniture per her direction and the only thing left was to get the TV hooked up and running off of cable. This was the early 90s and I had an old TV that wasn't cable ready so it took a lot of wiring and finagling on my part to get it up and running. When I did get it running, we were sitting on the floor, and we both let out a cheer and gave each other a friendly hug. Then a little more prolonged hug, and when our eyes locked onto each other, so did our lips. And then it was time for a tour of the bedroom. As time went on, P and I would get together every few weeks or so. If her husband and daughter were out of town, she would invite me to her house. Otherwise, she would swing by my house on the way home from work. Eventually, her story was he just wasn't that into her, and they never had any kind of non-sexual affection or contact, and that he just wasn't into any kind of foreplay or pleasuring for her. She would come to my house, and I would give her a long baby oil back rub and foot rubs, and then a lot of foreplay, and then we'd fuck until we were both spent. All right, everybody, and that is where we are going to end this first part of Lessons I Have Learned Being a Serial Other Man. In two weeks, when Midweek Ponder returns, we will continue on with Brian's story here. I think it's very, very interesting. So two weeks, we'll be back for more. Uh, But before I close out for the day here, I do want to mention that we have merchandise No judgment merchandise. Yes, I'm so excited. Coffee mugs, tumblers, blankets, masks, a journal, 
you know, sweatshirts, just fun, usual stuff. And you can actually order it directly just by going to my website, uh, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. And if you go to the menu, you'll see it's called the No Judgment Merch Store. It actually will reroute you into Etsy. And um, you just go from there. While you're on my website, don't forget to click on the vote for your favorite podcast and keep Raw Truth up there. Um, at the time that I'm recording this in October, I did come in at number 29 on the uh, Hot 50 for Podcast Magazine. I would love to stay on there. I would love to grow even more. So with your support and your votes, that is exactly what is needed. This uh, chart is determined by votes uh, by fans. So if you're a fan of the show, please definitely vote. And then thirdly, if you are not a Patreon, you can also sign up for that on my website as well. And what a Patreon subscriber is, it's basically a premium subscription to this podcast. So you get all the regular free shows, plus you get bonus materials. So you get an extra couple of episodes a month that the regular general public um, does not have access to. And those are typically the stories of the men of what they went through when their wives cheated or their own infidelity. And um, you get access to these regular episodes two full days early and my blooper reel. And you can sign up right there. It says Patreon also on the menu on my website. Um, you can shoot me an email from there. You can listen to episodes, regular episodes from there. There's all sorts of things you can do on my website. And again, it's rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. If you have a story you would like to submit, if you're a woman who's been unfaithful and you're really wanting to just get it off your chest, you know, shoot me a story or just send me an email and I can help you out there. I have story guides that just kind of help form a story because a lot of people will say, I don't even know where to start. Well, my story guide helps you with where to start and to kind of uh, work your way through it. And, um, or if you're a man that, you know, is suffering because his wife had stepped out on your marriage or you've, you've been an unfaithful yourself as a husband, um, you know, shoot me an email. If you have ideas for Midweek Ponder, shoot me an email, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. But again, you can access all of that by just visiting my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com, which probably is the longest website ever known to man. <laughs> it's so long. Thank you again for listening today. I appreciate all your support. Be kind to one another. And always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. <laughs>